Chaos at this complex just after midnight on Christmas morning. Central Texas police shoot a man who used to be one of their own. We are in a war. This is a war with Mother Nature. A deadly blizzard bears down on New York. We'll survey the force of winter weather across the country. And here at home, warmer temperatures felt great this afternoon, but we are not done with the freezing cold nights quite yet in your first morning forecast. A former San Marcos officer was shot and killed overnight, and the city says he pulled a gun on police first. Officers responded to a disturbance at an apartment complex involving Kyle Lobo, who used to be a member of their force. Now, this wasn't Lobo's first run-in with the law. He resigned in October amid allegations of repeatedly assaulting family members. KXN's Sarah Alches spoke with neighbors who were there when it happened. She is live with what they had to say. Daniel, neighbors here at the Grand Department are still very disturbed about what took place here late last night. Now, they thought they heard a lot of fireworks, but were very surprised to find out it was actually a shooting involving police. Now, according to a city press release, a 911 caller said Lobo assaulted someone at this apartment complex and that he was drinking and armed with a gun. Police say when they arrived, they found Lobo outside holding a child. They say he handed the child to the 911 caller, pulled out a gun, and that's when officers shot him. He was taken to Ascension Seat in Hayes, where he died. Injury to a child and continuous family violence against a family member back in October. According to arrest warrants, his wife told officers Lobo assaulted her five or six times since the start of 2022, including times when he allegedly assaulted her 11-year-old son. Lobo voluntarily resigned from San Marcos PD and was given a dishonorable discharge. And neighbors I spoke would say they are still very much shaken up by last night. There was uh, ambulance and stuff coming and other paramedics, so then at that point I, I went ahead and went out. Uh, as soon as I turned my hallway corner, I already saw the caution tape. Un unthinkable. It's, it's just, it was just sad. And officials say the Texas Rangers and the San Marcos Police Department are investigating this shooting, and they say officers that were involved in this shooting are on paid administrative leave. Reporting in San Marcos, Sarah Alshah, KXAN News. Hi, Sarah, thank you very much. Well, have you seen this young man? 24-year-old Malik Johnson is missing out of San Antonio. The Texas Department of Public Safety issued a clear alert for him this afternoon. He stands about 5 foot 10 inches, weighs about 190 pounds. Malik was last seen in blue and orange shorts and red slippers, but no shirts. Call police if you know anything about where he is. College Station police confirmed the body found along North Texas Capitol of North Capital of Texas Highway yesterday is that of missing Texas A&M student Tanner Hong. Hong was last seen in December, December 16th in College Station. NBC station KAGS reported Friday that his car was found in Austin near the Pennybacker Bridge overlook. The Austin Police Department is investigating the death. A humanitarian organization in Washington, D.C. says three buses of migrant families arrived from Texas near the home of Vice President Kamala Harris in record-setting cold on Christmas Eve. Texas authorities have not confirmed their involvement, but the state has orchestrated similar bus drop-offs to call attention to the Biden administration's immigration policies. Organizers had buses ready to take the migrants to a church where they stayed the night. Russian President Vladimir Putin claims Moscow is ready for talks to end the war in Ukraine. Putin made the remarks in a state television interview released today as attacks on Ukraine continue. Now, amid a countrywide air raid alert, Ukrainians celebrated Christmas. These residents in folk costumes sang carols inside a metro station in Kyiv so they'd have some safe cover. 
Now in the past, Ukrainian Christians celebrated Christmas on January 7th like Russians. But this year, many celebrated early as Ukraine's main Orthodox Church has broken with Moscow and turned toward the West. Pope Francis used his Christmas message today to plead for an immediate end to fighting in Ukraine. At noon local time, Francis delivered a traditional speech from the central balcony of St. Peter's Basilica. Some 70,000 tourists, pilgrims, and Roman residents crowded into the square to listen. New York's governor is describing this weekend's blizzard like a war with Mother Nature. The winter storm has killed at least 28 people across the U.S. The Arctic blast trapped some residents inside homes with heaping snowdrifts and knocked out power as well. The National Guard has been deployed and 400 troops will be on the ground in New York tomorrow. This will go down in history as the most uh, devastating storm in Buffalo's uh, long story history. And the National Weather Service says about 60% of the U.S. has faced some sort of winter weather advisory or warning. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Meanwhile, here in town, cold weather shelters are open again tonight. The city of Austin has sheltered more than 450 people since temperatures plummeted, but homeless outreach groups say they're now concerned about what happens tomorrow morning when those same folks are potentially released back onto the streets. Many of those people have come uh, from their campsites and aren't sure if their stuff will be there when they return. Groups like Sunrise Community Church and Austin Mutual Aid have been handing out warm supplies to those folks experiencing homelessness. They are asking for donations now to keep doing so. And boy, we needed everything we could get this morning to stay warm. Lows again for the third morning in a row. Teens and 20s, another hard freeze in Austin at 24, 18 degrees earlier this morning in Georgetown. And we had some rural creeks, including a valley up in northwestern Travis County on Big Sandy Creek near Jonestown. 14 degrees this morning. Boy, it feels great out there. It's almost shorts and t-shirt weather compared to recent days, right? 56 under mostly sunny skies on the Granite Shoals. Whittlesea Landscape Supply weather cam. Temperatures a little cooler elsewhere, but hey, this is the warmest day of the last several. 51 in Georgetown, 50 right now in Austin. Boy, the air is bone dry with this Arctic air still struggling to get out of here. Relative humidity nearly area-wide under 20%. Coming up in your forecast, I'll show you a couple warmer sunny days. Then we are tracking the next storm system and looking all the way toward next weekend for your New Year's Eve plans. All right, David, thank you very much. Well, today was a chance to break bread and bridge faiths for two groups that don't typically celebrate the Christmas holiday. Organizers simply call it the Muslims and Jews Christmas Day Lunch. Pretty straightforward. This year, friends new and old gathered at Inchin's Bamboo Garden, a Chinese restaurant in Round Rock. The tradition started with just a few families more than 10 years ago to combat anti-Semitism. We wanted to bring the families together and remind our Jewish brothers and sisters that we are here as a community for them. And we wanted to make sure that um, they felt seen and heard and supported. I think there's a lot of uh, misconceptions in the world about Jews and Muslims that we're enemies and we're not. We're not. We are one people. We are like brothers and sisters. We're like cousins. So we are together. And after skipping Christmas 2020 and 2021 due to the pandemic, organizers think today's lunch might have been their biggest yet. Well, as you enjoy meals with the family today, some special volunteers are making sure hunger takes a holiday as well. 
Meet those filling the gaps left by school breaks and closed food pantries. And coming up in sports, a Christmas showdown in Dallas. Luca and the Mavs look to tame the Lakers. With school out for the holidays, some Central Texas kids are missing out on meals they normally get in the classroom. And some local food pantries are closed to give workers a much-deserved break. But volunteers in Pflugerville are helping fill that gap. KXN's Mercedes Hernandez learned it's a labor of love they show up for every day. Winter can be cruel, with its gloomy skies and short days. For some, it can also bring a certain kind of emptiness. Hunger doesn't take a holiday. Um, there's still people that they don't get to go on vacation. They don't get to take time off. They're trying their best to work. For Stacy Fletcher with Saffron Trust in Pflugerville, Christmas is another day, helping others fight hunger, sometimes with food that would have gone to waste. Yes. So we are actually getting Trader Joe's delivery from Keep Austin Fed, and so we're hoping that that's gonna help uh, kind of fill refrigerators and pantries. Here, locals that qualify pick up fresh meals, but groceries like this are available to any Travis County resident that comes in. Many that do have little ones with them. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Volunteer Lynn Smith is a teacher. She says knowing kids in her classroom could be going hungry during the break is hard. Because nobody wants to be without, nobody wants to not be able to provide. Retirees like Norma Lieben also rely on pantries like this. You know, I'm 75 years old already, you know, and as retired people, you know, every bit helps with um, the, the price of the grocery is so expensive. She often brings volunteers little meals she makes from home as a thank you for their dedication shown when it's needed most. And that's humanity. That's Christmas. In Pflugerville, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And by the end of this year, Saffron Trust expects to have given out 50,700 meals with help from its Feed Austin family's partners. Well, the latest city data shows almost 15% of people in Austin are food insecure, more than 177,000 people. And only a third of them live close to a city-supported fresh food access point. But the city is addressing that need in a number of ways, including giving many grants to programs and nonprofits that address food disparities. Well, a little perspective on today's cold temperatures shows that this was not a record cold morning for Christmas, but 24 degrees, that's 18 degrees colder than a normal December 25th low temperature out at the airport. It was even colder, 17 this morning. I'll show you when this stretch of freezing cold mornings ends when we come back in First Morning Weather. Thanks to Matthew Guthrie for catching this icy scene at a car wash out in Lakeway, west of Austin. Look at that. Icicles covered most of the entry yesterday, guessing they're thawing out today since the temperatures have been climbing. And the car wash is going to have to assess any damage after that. But yes. it is a lot nicer out there today, David. <laughs> yeah, I had a little ice in my neighborhood too, but luckily that ice, this ice, it didn't come from the sky. Yeah. The skies were clear during this whole winter weather event, which we can all be thankful for, I think. And now we've got a pretty big warm-up over the next couple of days. But tonight, another cold one. Let me take you to the current temperatures across the city. Here we are under sunny skies right now on the Austonian weather cam. Temperatures out west, actually the warmest in the area, mid-50s in kind of a turn of what we usually see. That's because the Arctic air is slowly vacating to the east. It's 54 degrees right now in Llano. A touch cooler, near 50, upper 40s right now in the Austin metro, 49 in 50 degrees at Camp Mabry. East of Austin, this is actually where the Arctic air is still a little more in place. Temperatures 
here have been a bit chillier. 47 in Muldoon, 48 in Giddings and Round Top. Your pollen count from our new equipment on the KXAN roof looking low. This is great news during a season when uh, cedar can certainly cause some problems. Mold and cedar, just like we've seen recently, the only allergies that should be bothering you. Tonight, we've got a few high clouds drifting in from a weak disturbance from the north, but otherwise, this clear and cold weather continues. Now, it will not be as cold as most recent nights. Most of us won't see what's called a hard freeze, but all of us will be below freezing again tonight. So we would be wise to continue to protect the four P's, pets, pipes, plants, and people. This will actually be true for the next two nights as nighttime temperatures remain quite cold. Later on this evening, temperatures really drop quickly. Overnight lows in the upper 20s to near 30, even some upper 20s in Austin, I think, before those high clouds move in and hold temperatures kind of steady through the morning. Tomorrow afternoon looks pretty nice. I think may, more of us than this map shows may even hit 60 degrees. But tomorrow night, one more night of your freeze preparations before we stop them for a long time. Upper 20s to near 30 on Tuesday morning. Then notice the arrows. This is the start of a warming trend on Tuesday. South wind start to warm up temperatures and they really warm us up later in the week, not only during the day, but at night. Look at the overnight lows. This is for Austin, 29 degrees in the morning, 31 on Tuesday, but then forget about dripping the pipes, doing everything else you've been doing recently. Overnight lows well above normal by Thursday, Friday, Saturday into New Year's Day on Sunday. We are tracking one minor storm system that will clip us a few days from now after a couple of beautiful sunny days, Monday and Tuesday. Here comes a low pressure from the four corners by Wednesday into Thursday. Notice, though, this low pressure, which draws some clouds and a little chance of rain low locally on Thursday and Friday into the state. It doesn't plow right into us. It actually zips northward from there, and this means kind of a glancing blow and not that significant of an impact locally. We're not worried about severe thunderstorms, and we're thinking that over the next seven days combined, many of us may even fail to get a quarter of an inch of rain, highest rain totals from I-35 eastward, as we often see. Tonight's forecast, freezing cold, but not quite the teens and lower 20s that we've seen the past few nights. Mostly clear, 29 degrees with a light south-southwest wind. Tomorrow, the wind does spin around to the north. That's a weak, hardly mentionable cool front coming in, but it still feels great. 61 degrees, that is warmer than recent days. That weak front does cool temperatures by just a few degrees on Tuesday, but it's such a minor impact, I won't even draw it on the seven-day forecast. South winds get breezy and really warm us up starting on Wednesday, only a 30% chance of some rain and storms on Thursday and Friday, but look at your New Year's Eve plans. Warmer than normal dry weather on Saturday and Sunday. High temperatures as warm as the upper 70s. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. All right, Christmas means a whole lot of things for us normal folk, right? An inordinate amount of chocolate taken down in the AM hour, sure. That's very understandable. And the NBA, the stars come out to play. And for the Mavericks, they have one of the biggest stars in, of the Slovenian variety. Let's go to the game. He is not Slovenian from Cleveland, Ohio, as far as I know. He is indeed Slovenian. Luka Doncic looking to lead the Mavs over the Lakers on this matinee showdown. Early on, Lakers were up, but Luka just the lullaby and step back triple for the Mavericks. But visitors still up nine in the second. LeBron, a reverse lay-in, 11-point advantage for the Lakers, forcing the timeout. They're feeling it. Same advantage at the break, but in the third, Lakers scored just 21 points. The Mavericks had 51. Yeah, that's a pretty good advantage for the guys wearing the blue jerseys and shorts. Tim Hardaway, he had just three in the first half, two of his 23 in the second half there. Highlight of the day, Mavs up 17. Luka gets his own miss. Watch the fake. Man, Mr. 
Uh, Luka Doncic, just disgusting. You see the defender falling for that one in a big play there from number 77. Then the dagger, Dallas up 18 with about three and a half minutes left. And Luka's triple effectively ends it. A big Christmas Day victory for the Mavericks. They move to now two games above 500. They'll stay at home to face the Knickerbockers of New York this upcoming Tuesday. Let's go to Texas football. It is game week, folks. First time we can say that in a while. And last time we could say it for a while. Longhorns set to face the Washington Huskies coming up Thursday evening at the Alamo Dome. UT arriving to San Antonio yesterday for the week of practice, and it was pretty festive, them slapping all the stickers on the players. A lot of storylines to watch on the Longhorn side. High in that list of opportunities is for some players to step up. No Bijan Robinson, no Roshan Johnson, or DeMarvion Overshone. So with leaders on and off the field, it could be a changing of the guard that really starts now. With the loss of the the couple of guys we you know had declare or um, you know there was last year, um, I think it's you know they were uh, huge on the team like Roshan. He was almost you could say he was the heart of this team this year. Um, and I think with the loss of him, you know, um, there's definitely you know there's obviously you know somebody's got to step up and fill that role. So I think um, you know there's guys that you look around and you know okay he's trying to do that. So um, I'm, you know everybody uh, everybody knows that, and I think you know this week is a good time to start. Probably safe to expect a whole lot of points come Thursday. Texas's offense seems to be clicking late in Washington. One of the most efficient in the entire country. Longhorns, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Still coming up, a nail-biting win on Christmas Eve for the Cowboys. Why this one in particular was possibly meaningful for the postseason. It's coming up. All right, welcome back. Santa came a day early for Cowboys fans with their Christmas Eve win over the Eagles, whose fans don't need any more gifts. 13-2 record definitely speaks for itself. But what a thrilling victory a day ago for the Cowboys. A marquee showdown, even with no Jalen Hurts on the other side. A whole lot of points at AT&T a day ago. Dallas defense, which struggled at points in the game, able to come up big when it mattered most. And what an emotional big win for the Cowboys who think they might see this Eagles team later this season. There's something that we've talked about uh, throughout the week that uh, we've got to come out here, obviously, and put our best foot forward, represent who we are, but at the same time understand that uh, this might be the first of, of two times here late in the year that we're going to have to play these guys. And uh, it's just about, I, I think that was a good win. I think that was a good win just for, for the team, complimentary win. Uh, I know obviously they're going to think about that next time that we play them, and that, that's what you want. Both teams probably hope we see each other again, so um, because you know what that means. But um, just you know, this was a game we wanted to get, and, and felt like we had to have you know more for ourselves. And um, now we're at 11 wins. All right, Dak Prescott rocking that bold red suit. <laughs> yeah, you, you like that? It was a look. I liked it. Yeah, I, I feel like it. you can wear it after a win, not so much after a loss. It, it makes a statement. Yeah. definitely. I have to say, I was at the game yesterday. I was lucky enough to go. It was oh, incredible. Wow. Oh man, what a game! Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. For Cowboys fans, at least. It was. Yeah, there were a lot of Eagles fans too. By the way, uh, we'll be right back. One more check of weather. All right, David, here with one more check of weather. Only going to get warmer for us, huh? It is, yeah. Tomorrow afternoon, 61. That sounds great to me with sunny skies. Tonight, though, look at this. Temperatures drop very quickly until those high clouds move in after midnight. We're talking about 30s, mid-30s by bedtime. Don't forget, two more nights of these freeze preps at home just to be safe. After that, we're talking about low temperatures close to 60. Low temperatures close to 60 later this coming week. All right, David, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you here after the NFL tonight, or we'll see you at 9 o'clock over on the CW Austin. Have a good evening.